Hey everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training, and let's talk about body training. Alright, it's always a great topic, and uh, you know, it's funny, I, I had this weird moment in college where I, I, uh, I married my wife in college, we had a child before we graduated, and uh, so what do you do in college when you're married and you have a child, you hang out with other people that are married and have children, and there was this one weird moment where we're sitting eating dinner and the conversation totally revolved around our child's bowel movements, right? <laughs> and we're just talking about, oh, this is what it's like. Oh, and they're like, oh, no, this is what this like. And, you know, you're talking back and forth and you just kind of stop. You're like, I talk about poop. Like, why? Why? You know, it was, a, it was just the new thing and it was a common common bond to build upon I guess and it was kind of weird we're like why that's a weird conversation well now I'm a dog trainer and how much do we talk about this all the time and I, I don't have a problem with that because when it comes down to puppies it's got to be one of your number one priorities in my book it probably is the number one priority you don't need to rush it of course it takes time but yes it's so important and so uh, let's talk about some of the techniques as well as some of the fallacies surrounding potty training. So the technique isn't really that complicated. The issue with potty training is most of the time you only have so many opportunities for a rep, for reps. So in other words, so many opportunities to like, um, to, to try this out and to practice it each time. So I have, for example, maybe a bowel movement a day or two um, and a couple of a few potty opportunities right a peeing opportunities for this puppy to get the big picture and if I don't catch those opportunities then I'm not making any progress so we always if a dog came to me the very first thing I do is I'm gonna use a kennel kennels are a lifesaver it's a great tool and it's kind of like a diaper if you're looking at put it into the kid world I love my children, um, but that doesn't mean I don't teach them to go to the bathroom. But I also know, uh, you know, I know their limitations. So I, I want my kids to be potty trained, but I can expect that a two-year-old is not going to be able to get it, okay? So a young, young puppy at six, seven, eight weeks um, may or may not get it, you know? And, and some puppies are just slow bloomers. I've had puppies that were 12, 13 even 14 weeks that really pretty much had the potty training wise they just like it wasn't a priority um one of my children was like a year and a half old when she decided i want to be potty trained and she was no issues after that once she decided um i've got other children i've got one of my boys that totally decided that uh he wanted to be potty trained for a while and then he decided he didn't want to be and then is back and forth for so long and it, we just kind of we have enough children child number seven on the way that we kind of are to the point where we kind of let the child choose when to be potty trained now just because that's our our stance on it doesn't mean we don't put them in diapers we're not going to say well we'll let you choose when you need to go to the bathroom oh by the way yeah, you can poop on the floor over here if you want. You pooped on, no big deal, right? No, we're, they're going to wear a diaper. Make life easy for yourself. Now, no one really questions that, I hope. 
okay, I don't know if there's a group of people that question that and say that we shouldn't be putting kids, uh, you know, we shouldn't do that. It's pretty commonly accepted behavior, I hope. Um, and if there's a better way, let me know. Okay, I'm down with that. I, I, I would try something out. But at the same time, when it comes to puppies, a lot of times people think, oh, I just want my puppy to be free and roam around. And guess when your potty accidents are going to happen? They're, you know, they're most likely going to happen in those situations. Good to have them out as much as possible, but make pottying kind of, you know, the, the key to getting out. So I'd use a kennel, use a schedule. Of course, they're going to need to go to the bathroom pretty soon after eating, um, after a big drink, after a play session, directly after waking up, definitely right before bed. Save yourself some trouble and stop giving your puppy water late at night. Um, they'll be okay. They'll make it. Usually with puppies, we're talking about like uh, 4, 5, 6 p.m., somewhere in there where we just say, you know what, we're not going to let them have a big drink or no drink at all. Just like I would with my I'm not going to give my kids like a big, huge drink before they go to bed or a can of pop if, if they're trying to start sleeping without a diaper, right? Like I, I'm not going to do that. Um, at the same time, I could just be okay with them potting in the kennel for a while. It's going to happen, right? You're probably, if you don't have to clean out the kennel, count yourself lucky because it's likely going to happen. Puppies, of course, if you'll start with a smaller kennel will be better. And if they struggle, we automatically go to a smaller kennel because we hope to use with a lot of dogs, not all, but a lot of dogs, when they're young, they don't, and old, they, they don't like standing in their own pee or their own poop. It's just not pleasant, as you can imagine. And so they try and hold it in that situation. Now, again, I've had dogs that don't care and that are totally, and if that's you, that's a lot harder, but it's still the same process. So still have hope and still keep working on it and hold out hope that you can get there. Once they go to the bathroom, when they're out pottying, um, here's a hard thing as well. When you see that you're taking them out of the bathroom and they're going to the bathroom, don't jump up and down and get all excited right as it starts. The secret, the key, excuse me, is to wait until they are finished. Wait till the last little tidbit, the last little drop comes from them and they're coming up to, to just throw their your, your potty party, all right? Be excited. Um, retreat them, whatever you want to do. Give them a reward. But try and wait. Try and hold it in. I mean, it, it sounds silly, but it can be really exciting when they're starting to figure it out. Now, here's one thing that I love to do with potty training when we're talking about real potty training. Um, there's a, there is kind of fake potty training. There's a trend right now that at least where I am, and maybe it's different around different parts of the country or the world, but it's really trendy right now where I live to teach a dog to hit a bell to go out to the bathroom, a little puppy to hit a bell to um, go out to the bathroom. And uh, I, I've got newsflash, you're not actually potty training your puppy. Um, your puppy is learning that if I ring this bell, I get to go outside. And okay, let's say they're a really smart puppy and they start to put it together and they just happen to also go to the bathroom when they go outside. We may be jumping to a conclusion and saying that it's because they rang the bell they know they need to go to the bathroom. Um, I, I, that doesn't really matter to me, okay? Um, they're going to go out, and if they go to the bathroom, great. That's good. But 
the bell didn't necessarily have much to do with that. I'll tell you what the bell is doing though. Um, and to do that, I just want to tell you a quick story. Um, when I was in a psychology class, we learned about this guy from a long time ago, this old scientist named Pavlov. And Pavlov, um, he did this crazy thing. He, I, I can't even remember what he's going for, but basically what Pavlov did is he took a bunch of dogs and he, or, or a dog, and he rang a bell and then gave that dog meat powder. And of course, meat powder is dry, and so the dog salivated, and you know, as it's eating this meat powder and things like that. And he uh, he rang the bell, gave him meat powder, rang the bell, gave him meat powder, and just kept doing that over and over again. And I- I've seen the tools for this; it's kind of crazy. He had like tubes and stuff that hooked into the saliva glands of the dog. It was crazy. These old scientists are like, wow. You're like, what are you really trying to figure out? And it seems totally crazy, but Pavlov made an amazing discovery that makes a big difference what he discovered is that after a while he could ring the bell and the dog would salivate before the food was introduced okay now salivation is an involuntary behavior like I can't just sit there and think salivate and my and my saliva glands fire right I can't do that now a funny thing about this is I, I actually had a teacher in college that when we had a chapter on Pavlov, <laughs> this is happening right now to me, okay? When she, 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 what she said we had to do is every time we used the word Pavlov, we had to eat a sour Skittle, okay? That was the rule. We had to eat a sour Skittle every time the word Pavlov was mentioned. So what does that do? You eat something sour, it's going to make your saliva glands go, and she did this to us. And I live with the consequences still. No joke. Every single time I say the word Pavlov, my saliva glands fire. Like, I'm, I don't know if, if you go back and listen to this podcast, you'll be like, he starts swallowing more when we start talking about Pavlov. Because my saliva glands are firing. It's an involuntary behavior. Okay? And so she trained it in us. And so this was an amazing discovery by Pavlov. He basically learned that with repetition, we can make behaviors. Our body is so amazing, and a dog's body too, just so amazing that our bodies and our brains start to say, I know it's coming, I'm gonna prepare for it in advance. So efficient, right? So bring that back to potty training. What does that have to do with potty training? Well, think about it. A dog rings a bell. Let's say they're smart and they start to figure out, I ring this bell, I go right out to use the bathroom, and they start to make the connection. Okay, they over several reps they start to make this connection and say, "I I uh, I ring the bell, which means I'm going to go to the bathroom." After a while of enough of that, it's going to train a physiological response, right? In other words, it's going to start the process for a dog to go to the bathroom. Like the, those fluids are going to flow throughout the dog and start to say, "Oh, I heard that bell. That means I need to get ready." because I am going to be going to the bathroom. Well, let me ask this question. What happens now when you're not at home and you want the dog to start to be able to be out and have more freedom? What happens when the dog rings that bell and no one's there to take the dog out to the bathroom? No one's there to be the butler for the dog. Yeah, you guessed it. Physiological response happened and you're probably going to have an accident. 
Now, as a dog gets older, they might get past that and they might learn to hold it. But why not start now teaching our puppy to hold it by lengthening incrementally. Is that the word? Um, Lengthening in degrees. How about we say that? Lengthening the amount of time in between not using the bathroom. Now, they don't have to be in the kennel that entire time. But start thinking about that, right? We want to lengthen that time. We want to stretch their bladder just enough without an accident if possible to get them to start to say, oh, I can hold it. I can hold it. And then we take them out to the bathroom and they go and they relieve themselves and we're happy, they're happy, and they're actually learning to be potty trained. So doing it this way, I teach a dog to go on command, go outside, say, hey, go potty. And when, you know, then I kind of let them sniff around and move around a little more. Um, I keep them on leash. I like to teach a dog to go to the bathroom on leash so that they don't have to go away from me to go to the bathroom. They just learn that, hey, someone's standing here, I go to the bathroom. And uh, then when they get good at that, I can start to take them, as I'm doing it, to a certain spot. And I can literally have like a litter box in my backyard, a big litter box. I like to use gravel and I have an area that isn't fenced in for my own dog, but when we have other dogs come, we actually fence it in just to make it easier um, as we start to train this. But by a couple weeks with older dogs, I, I don't need to fence that in. And we can be playing out in this area and the dogs will automatically run and go to that spot. Even like right as they're playing, go to the bathroom because they know that is the potty spot now there's more to it than that and we can talk do another podcast maybe sometime on potty spots in general but it's a glorious thing it takes a while to train but it's not complicated there's just so only so many reps you can do to get a dog to go in a potty spot and uh, man I would start as soon as you can doing that think about the weather throughout the year and things like that if you have snow in your area you know, you want a potty spot that's kind of covered if possible. And yet, awesome. You get to the point where you can say, you can just tell you stand. I mean, it's going to get take a while to get there. But now we stand at the door and we can say, hey, go potty. And our dog runs to the potty spot, goes to the bathroom and comes back. And there's no surprises on your lawn. Um, no surprises come inside on a kid's feet. You can have a dog and a lawn too. So the potty process is a super important one. Um, sometimes you have to troubleshoot it and that's one of the reasons why we uh, we do a Facebook group page with our puppy training program because we know there's going to be situations that are not the normal the norm and we want people to be able to get the help they can it's probably the number one most frustrating thing when it comes to owning a new dog is the potty training issue Um, so go ahead and follow those steps and then If you want more help, definitely look into our puppy training program online that should be launching here pretty soon. And uh, there's lots of information online. You just need the right information to get you there. And you can start to get past that issue and be good at that issue and be happy with that issue. And then there's so much more that opens up from there. So work on the potty thing. If they, can, if they can't potty well or they potty in the house but they're the best dog in the world, it's still an issue. So this is a big one. Um, take time and work on it. And if you have any questions, let us know in comments and things like that and we will get back with you the best we can. But <laughs> go at it. Let's do this potty training thing and get your puppy, uh, get your puppy a head start. You guys are awesome. Go for it. Talk to you later.